Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. If they've achieved something good, I'll tell you what they've achieved. They've achieved something absolutely rotten. Then I just tell you, don't ask me yet. Turn around, go back that way. Bye. See you. Hard to take. Don't think we deserve to lose that. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. I cannot believe that somebody awarded him the man of the match. That was a total and absolute disgrace. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then retire. Get out, because it matters. Yes, hello, and you're very welcome along to this new LMFM Sport Podcast, My Worst, today with myself, David Sheehan. Now, over the last number of months since the COVID-19 situation has kicked off and basically put an end to any live sport, not just in Ireland, but around the world, we here in this country have been treated to a whole host of nostalgia pieces, be it classic World Cup games being shown on television, interviews with legends in the newspaper, all that kind of stuff, and it's been really uplifting and really interesting. But while all that's been great and very much positive in the main, given that we're living through such a difficult time, I thought it might be interesting to look at the other side of the coin, the days when things didn't quite work out as people would have hoped, what lessons were learned, how did they move forward from it and indeed what scars were left behind by certain events. Our first guest on the podcast is Meath manager Andy McEntee. Andy of course had success as a player with Meath in the late 80s before winning two Keegan Cups with Dumboyne, moving into management and winning an Ireland club with Ballyboden St. Enders before taking up the reins with the Royal County and getting them to the Super 8s last year. I caught up with Andy a little bit earlier this week for a very candid chat and a very honest one. I hope you enjoy it. This is the first episode of My Worst Day with Meath manager Andy McEntee. So Andy, as someone that's played at a high level and is now managing at the highest level, do you feel defeats any differently from when you were playing versus a manager or does it kind of hurt on the same level? Oh, I think I think it always hurts uh, when, when you get defeated. Uh, maybe the reaction might be slightly different uh, as a manager uh, in that you, you have a lot more things to look at. Uh, I suppose when when I was playing, uh, I I would take defeats poorly, uh, and I should I should have known better because I had loads of them. In fact, I had more more defeats than than victories. But uh, you know, your your first reaction as a player, I think, is probably to look at yourself and see uh, see how did you perform, uh, and uh, then then you kind of maybe look at the at the bigger picture. Whereas as a manager, you had there's so many things you need to you need to check. You know, uh, you know. I suppose you do start with yourself again, but you have to you have to see. You know, what would you do differently the next time? You know, between player selection, preparation, uh, tactics, all that sort of stuff. So, uh, 
a different way of looking at it but but the outcome is still the same it still hurts and uh, I wasn't I was never a great one to get over things like that quickly I'm afraid as a manager then it probably hits you harder because you, you probably feel responsible for not just for what you've done in terms of picking a team but in terms of the prep and like everything I'm sure you, you start examining every little thing so I'm, I'm sure when you lose as a manager it probably takes up more hours out of your week and more more thoughts in your head than it would have when you were a player when you could maybe say to yourself well I, I had a decent enough game it didn't work out but so be it but when you're a manager you, you, you can't just park it as easily as that I guess. Yeah, that's 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 probably true, and and as I say, if you if you know if you're managing a club team, you feel responsible for for the club itself, and uh, now that now that you're managing a county team, uh, that responsibility is is why is is further reaching, I suppose, uh, and there are so many things that that uh, that you feel responsible for, and at the same time, once the game takes place, there's so many things that are out of your control. Let's just talk about um, you know we're looking at looking back on the kind of defeats that hit you hardest as a player and as a manager. Uh, you mentioned uh, in the little chat we had uh, prior to this that there was a defeat in a in a county semi final in nineteen eighty nine. It's a long time ago, but it's obviously one that still resonates with you when you were playing with Nobber. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at we we Nobber, a uh, small population, uh, would have had a few opportunities to go ahead and win a senior championship. Ultimately, could ne- could never quite get there, uh, and semi-final against O'Mahony's in, in Kells in, in 1989 was, was one of those uh, opportunities. But as it, as it turned out on the day, we just, we just weren't good enough. We didn't, uh, we didn't play well enough and we didn't perform. Uh, and that's, that's something that hurts and, and, and that, that sticks with you for quite a bit of time. But uh, I suppose also on a day like that, not, not only did we not perform collectively, I, I, lost, I lost the cool a little bit and uh, what would be best described as a rather crude challenge on on Mickey Downs. I, I seen the I, I got my marching orders a little bit early, uh, which which didn't help. And would that have been something that would have played? In your, like I mean, you're obviously talking about it now, so many years later. So it's it clearly something made, that made an impression on you. Would that have played in your mind a lot in the in the, the days and weeks after the game? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, it you know it affects you know incidents like that affect everybody. I mean it it uh, it was the previous year I suppose when Jerry got sent off in an All Ireland final, and I know I know it 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 hurt him it hurt him a lot, and and it hurt uh, it hurt the family I suppose it hurt my mum, and I have I have very vivid. Re- uh, very vivid recollection of of having to face my mum after that game in 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 Kells, and uh, she didn't say much, but I knew she was disappointed. Because I mean, I I, I know like uh, it 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 uh, Jerry Jerry would have got a lot of bad press after the after the '88 final, and and uh, she was disappointed for him as much as anything else. And then uh, I do remember her being uh, disappointed with with. With me, seeing me having to walk that little bit early too, and th- these are things that uh, that that stick with you. I'm, I'm afraid, and uh, your actions uh, then and and since then, uh, after after that, uh, unfortunately, do have do have implications for for the people close to you. Is that something that plays in your mind? I mean, I know again, where everything happens in the spur of the moment. But is it something that do you ever get a kind of a, a split second of clarity before something like that happens, or is it always 
after the fact then when you think oh well I shouldn't have done that but you know these things happen how does it kind of work because it's you know we, we see kind of we all make mistakes in life I suppose and things that we wish we hadn't have done but when you're in the heat of the moment do you find it kind of hard to, to pull yourself back sometimes? Oh, I think it's. Uh, I think everybody would would know. I find it hard to put myself back, and 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 it's something that I have I have tried to improve, and I have worked on, uh, and and it takes a bit a bit like preparing for the game. If you were playing, trying to prepare yourself mentally for, for situations where uh, obviously you feel uh, things aren't going your way, or, or you're not getting uh, you're not getting a fair crack at the whip. It's it's un- unless. Unless I put a lot of effort into uh, preparing myself, uh, I, I I don't deal with situations like that well. I'm afraid, I'd have to admit. Uh, but I, I'd like to think I'm getting a little bit better at it. <laughs> and just on that incident uh, against the Mahonies, you mentioned again before we started recording that you got a reminder of it on your wedding day. Was was that legitimate or? You might not oh, that was there. that that was totally legitimate. Uh, Mickey Downs is is is. Uh, He's the guy that I, I made the rather rather clumsy tackle on, and uh, he turned out to be a very good friend, and uh, uh, it was a very genuine uh, congratulations on our wedding day. So he wasn't he wasn't uh, he wasn't trying to rub it in or anything like that. Mm. It was it was very genuine. It was probably an emotional day as it was, but that probably made you think back a little bit on the incident again. Did it, or how did you think of it? <laughs> sure, just just in case I had forgotten about it. Yeah. Uh, no, look at it. You, know, you, you get over these things, and and you know the truth of the matter is, you have these run-ins with uh, with players, and the vast majority of them, you're uh, you're able to uh, sit back and talk about it uh, at maybe maybe not straight away, but at some stage in the future, you 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 get to sit down and chat and laugh about it. Ho- hopefully. And that was that O'Mahony's team that went on to, I don't know if they quite did five in a row, but it was around that time when they were they were winning all before them really in, in, in Mead. So there would have been a, would have been a tall order to beat them, I would imagine, at that stage. Yeah, yeah. We would have been needed needed to be at our best and uh Jerry wasn't available to us. He was he was in America at the time. Uh so we would have been have to have been at our best and probably them to be a little bit off on the day and uh it didn't happen. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. So that was one game back in 1989. Was there one other match from your your playing career that that kind of left a mark on you? Yeah, look, there were loads of them, but but the other one, uh, semi-finals are, are a tough place to lose. The, we I lost I lost the senior semi-final with Dunboyne in '96, uh, and that was. Uh, I think it was ninety six. Yeah, maybe maybe someone would correct me, but I think it was ninety six. Uh, that was a one that was very hard to take because at the time we we had we had a very talented uh, group in Dunboyne, and we were we had we had made great progress. Jerry Cooney was managing us. Uh, Jerry, that's a, a man selected with me at the moment. Jerry was uh, Jerry was manager, and uh, we had we had really started to put things together. A lot of a lot of the underage talent that had come through and Boyne over the years were starting to starting to show, and we uh, we had a great opportunity, uh, and we put ourselves in a winning position. But uh, we conceded a, a late goal, uh, and and a later an even later point to lose by a point. And uh, as I say, that was that was a that was a hard one to take. And you know, after games like this, and we'll we can roll this into the management chat in a second as well. But do you do you find it easier to get over defeats where, let's say, as a player, you've given a good account of yourselves, and the team has given a good account of themselves, 
versus let's say where you underperform or does it really matter how you how you play how the team plays if you lose you lose and there's no real comfort to be found in in how it how it's come about I think look at everybody has everybody you know they mightn't like to admit it but everybody has a little bit of pride and everybody you need to take a certain amount of pride in your in your in your own uh, performance but ultimately losing is losing uh, and one of the things I've I've always asked fellas I mean certainly when you when you lose a game like that uh, the first thing you got to do is check to see did you you know if you're going to analyze the game and and really try and learn from it. You gotta, you gotta look at yourself, and you gotta, you gotta measure yourself up and see, did you, did you do your bit first of all, before you start uh, generalizing or or talking about other people. So, uh, if you do your bit, then maybe you're entitled to have an opinion as to what went wrong elsewhere. But you know, if you don't, if if you didn't hold up your end of the bargain, well, then you gotta take whatever criticism is coming. But ultimately, it's it's it's, you know. You might get a little bit of you might get a little bit of satisfaction from your own performance, but it's it's about winning and getting getting certainly in a semi final stage. It's about getting to a final and being able to appear in in Park Talton on final day. And after those games, as a, as a player, be it semi finals or whatever whatever stage you lost at, would you would you be talking kind of talking a few days before you 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 get over it? Would would it kind of stay with you for a while, even until the start of the next season, or how how would you kind of deal with it yourself? Yeah, see, it's always difficult if it's if it's if it's the last game of the year for you. Uh, it's hard to get away from it uh, because that's your last memory of the year, and that's that's the impression it's left on you. And uh, you know, I I would have been in that situation for, uh, you know, I I would have I would have had my first senior game at sixteen stroke seventeen, and uh, I would have I didn't win a senior championship until uh, until I was thirty three. So there would there be a lot of there be a lot of winters where you you'd be left thinking about uh, you know your last bit of action. So it might it mightn't you mightn't be in bad form for for the full winter, but uh, it certainly stays with you. And would you uh, would you rather have won won that senior title at the start of your career or as as it happened towards the end? Because I know I can I can speak from personal experience at a much lower level. But the first year I was playing adult football, I won a championship, and I thought it was going to be plain sailing from that point on. It didn't happen. So maybe maybe doing it the way you did it was was a nicer way to finish. Oh, it's quite possible, that, and and uh, you know you're quite possibly right there, and that and that's one of the reasons I ended up playing. Like I I, I won my second senior championship at forty. Uh, and and it's probably one of the reasons because you had lost so much uh, when when you when you see yourself with a chance of winning you want you want to keep going so I I do understand that and and I looked back at that you know when we eventually got across the line with them Boyne in in ninety eight uh, apart from me and one or two others it was a very young team uh, and yet we didn't win another championship a bit like you think this is going to happen every year uh, but we didn't win another championship until two thousand and five. Uh, at which stage there was only three of the players who started in 98 still playing and I was one of those three at, at the age of 40 so when 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 people win things at a young age like that it's quite often the case that they just say oh, look at this is too easy and they go off and do something else mm. Let's talk about your managerial career, Andy, because there's been obviously a few high-profile heartbreaking defeats, and I'm assuming uh, that the the, the Mead games against Tyrone and Donegal are, are high up your list of the ones that you really you really found hard to to get over. Would that be fair, or are there are there other ones that come to mind? 
Oh yeah, but uh, there, there were there are other ones that come to mind. Uh, the, uh, we lost uh, again the semi final. I lost the semi final with Ashburn in two thousand and eleven, uh, and we had had a very good uh, I had a very good run with Ashburn. Uh, won the intermediate my first year with them. Won divisions three, two, and one nearly in in consecutive years. Uh, and we were just we were getting better every year, and it was a, I really thought it was a very talented group, uh, and yet we got to a semi final against uh, Dunshockland. Uh, had done all the hard work in the first half, playing into the uh, into the hospital end against against a strong wind, and we turned around maybe three or four points up, and we lost the game by a point. Uh, and that is one that that. Uh, really really sticks with me and is still still with me to this day a huge regret because that was a that was that window of opportunity for that team and I also felt once we didn't once we didn't cross the line that day that we were never going to and what exactly about the manner of that defeat what is it that stays with you is it is it just simply the fact that you lost it or did you feel like you, you threw it away you left it behind you how did it kind of rankle with you or did you feel there were maybe changes you could have made or things you should have seen coming that didn't you didn't quite act on. Yeah, I, look, at I, I thought we approached the game really, really well. We we had our tactics well. As I say, we had played into a really strong wind, and we were four points up uh, at halftime. Started the second half, and uh, I mean, you, you know, you again, you look, you look at yourself and say, what, 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 what did I do wrong at halftime? What, you know, what didn't I? What did I say and what didn't I say? Uh, uh, maybe our our uh, tactics were wrong in the second half, but it was just one of those games. We lost momentum. Uh, Don Chocolate came out uh, at the second half really fired up, uh, and they got a bit of momentum behind them, and it was out of my control. I couldn't. I I I, I, I could feel it on the sideline. This is going against us. It's like a, a slow car crash, if you like, uh, and. Anything that could go wrong did go wrong. We missed a couple of frees that guys would normally put over in their sleep. Uh, and uh, we got distracted. Uh, and I possibly even got distracted on the sideline. You know, you, you look back at it, you, you never really know. It's very hard to put your finger on it. But uh, we couldn't We couldn't get there. And I, I knew myself, if we even had a, bit, a little bit of luck to get a draw out of it and go to extra time, I would have been I would have been confident we'd come through, but it didn't happen. And then uh, a couple of those players started to drift away, uh, and and uh, I knew my opportunity was with them, and it was time for me to move on. Was it difficult to walk away then from from that Dunham Marshman team? Before we move on to your your next your next kind of heartbreaking moment, did you find it hard to walk away, or was it a case of I kind of this felt like a natural end at that stage? It was difficult to walk away because uh, I hadn't achieved what I wanted to achieve with them, and I hadn't achieved what what I felt they were capable of achieving, uh, and I had I had formed great relationships with with the players over there and with with the club members. Uh, and uh, I'd have to say, any time I, I return to uh, to Ashburn over there, I'm I'm made feel extremely welcome. Uh, and they've all been really good to me and really good uh, to the family. Like the, the the lads were young at the time. Young David, in particular, my youngest, was over with me. He'd be with me nearly at every training session. And 
the last, everybody over there was always so good to him. So it, it was we had formed a really good relationship, and uh, and I I just I felt that despite all that we achieved, and we achieved quite a bit, uh, I didn't we didn't get what I felt we could have got. Right. Okay. So moving on then to. I mean, I guess the next the next game is, is your choice again from your managerial career. What's the other one that really sticks in your mind? And as you said, there are there are a few to choose from. But what is the one that really, even today, kind of grinds your gears that that me didn't get through it? There's it, it's a toss up between two, and 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 they're both very similar. One was the qualifier against Donegal, and and the other, and probably the other one that that edges it out is the qualifier against Tyrone a year later. Where we uh, we lost in extra time because uh, it was it, it whatever about me it was something I felt the players really really deserved. We had a it was a tough year. We had a, we had a tough year. A lot of there was a few things going on. You know, uh, a number of players had 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 uh, had decided not to commit for one reason or another. We had a, a very poor performance and a bad a bad defeat uh, against Longford. And then we we turned around and put in a hell of a performance against Tyrone in Navan on a scorching hot evening, and uh, we were a point up in normal time, deep into deep into injury time, and uh, there was a there was an extra sixty seconds played uh, at which stage Tyrone got the equaliser, and then we went into then we went into extra time, and they raced ahead of us. I think they went five points ahead. Uh, uh, at the end of the first period of extra time. Now, anybody who knows, you know, the game's extra time can often be won on a scoreline of, of two to nil or one or two or three. But they took, they went five points up and we came back at them. And I think most people would remember a very blatant, very blatant foul on James at the, at the stroke of full time in extra time. That would have allowed us to equalise the game. That wasn't that wasn't given. Foul wasn't given, and uh, I suppose my reaction afterwards was well documented. So obviously, Andy, you were very emotional after that game. You know, in the in the weeks and kind of days and weeks after that game, when you've gotten over the well, it takes a while to get over the disappointment, I'm sure. But do you look back on it with, with a kind of sense of pride because you talked about the Longford game and how disappointing that was, and the lads who didn't commit and and the difficulties you had. So, you know eventually after a few weeks maybe are you able to look back on that game with with a degree of satisfaction or is the fact that again you've been beaten doesn't really kind of sugarcoat it for you at all uh, look at you, you know you do get satisfaction when when players perform uh when the team performs and especially when they they show character and the, the type of guts and the type of character they showed that that night and i would have uh, i've be i was a huge fan of, of the all blacks in in rugby and I remember reading a, a particular article, and they talk about, a, if you like, a road to Damascus moment where they were away on a on a tour in uh, in South Africa, and uh, certain things happened, and it changed the course of that particular team. Uh, and I would like to think uh, I I had quite a few conversations with some of the natural leaders of the of the team after the Tyrone game. Uh, and I would say that was a, a, a road to Damascus moment for, for that particular group because a number of them decided that this was not going to happen to us again. That uh, 
we weren't going to be find ourselves in a position like that again and in all fairness to them there was I suppose what I'm saying is they, they decided the the level of inconsistency that we had shown up until then was never going to happen to us that we played to a certain level we played to certain standards all the time and uh, that that defeat in itself changed the attitude of an awful lot of the players involved on the squad on the, on the squad so there was there was an awful lot of good that came out of that game um, just before we kind of wrap up I know we're talking here about people you know suffer, suffering kind of adversity and defeats in their careers you know do you sometimes wish you were more relaxed about it and it didn't <laughs> hurt so much when you when you lose or is that something that would seem impossible uh, uh, I suppose there's, there's, a, there's a statement saying show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser uh, but uh, I mean there's definitely times I mean that that Tyrone game, uh, that was my son David. That was his twenty first uh, that night. It was his twenty first birthday party, and uh, uh, I was his father, and uh, still still am, as a matter of fact. Uh, and uh, you know that was that wasn't a good night. I, I you know I I didn't uh, you know it it does impact you know how 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 I take it and how it it, it impacts on the people around you. Uh, my wife, Catherine, who was uh, saintly, to tell you the truth, you know, in situations like that, she she stands by me, and it it's not easy for anybody. So there there are times when I go, yeah, you know, you got to learn how to to handle defeats and handle setbacks better than that. Uh, and I wish I wish at at at, at uh, that, uh, and I am working on it. It's something that I'm trying to get better at, but. Uh, it's always going to hurt, uh, especially when it means something to you. It's always going to hurt, and uh, I don't think that'll ever change. Have you ever felt like throwing in the towel and giving it up? I, I've never thought of, of, of jacking it in, uh, to be perfectly honest. I mean, you, you know, after after the likes of that Tyrone game and after the Donegal game and even after the Super 8s last, last, you know, there might be a week or two where you say, OK, you know, it's it's nice to to take a breather here, but then you know you you're sort of missing it, and you you're you're already planning for for next year, and you're looking out for new players, and you're trying to think of what you do differently. So I, I I've never reached that. I haven't reached that stage yet. Uh, I, you know, there certainly thing times I think why do why do I put myself through this torture or put the people around me through this torture, but. Uh, Jerry, Jerry would have told me years ago that he felt championship football was a drug, and and it's, it's addictive, and and I think he's right. This it is addictive, and uh, I I I don't see myself wanting to wanting to uh, to give it up anytime soon. Uh, that could change, uh, but I haven't I haven't reached that point yet. Anyway. Just a final couple of questions. You mentioned earlier on about how you kind of worked on keeping your emotions in check and your your temper under control. I suppose a little bit as well. Is that is that anything specific? Like, would you have kind of read books or talk to anybody about it, or is it something you kind of keep in your own head to try and keep yourself um, on an even keel? Oh, I've done I've done both. Uh, I, I I've uh, I've read books, uh, but I, I have I have been working with somebody for the last uh, for the last year and a half, and and she's uh, she's been very patient with me too. <laughs> You know, you 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 think uh, you think you're making you think you're making progress, and then and then something happens uh, to uh, to question how much progress you're making. But uh, you know, I I have I have spent a bit of time, 
uh, with with the professional on on that side of it, and uh, you know, you also sp you also spend time talking to people close to you, you know, your wife wife and family, and uh, as I say, when you see when you see sometimes uh, when your actions impact on them, uh, it is time to to try and uh, try and curb it. And if it's not too personal, the question: What was it that was there any particular incident that prompted you to, to do that, or did you just kind of decide it was it was time to do something like that? Oh, look! I mean, uh, it, it, there's been there's been numerous incidents o over the years to tell you the truth that that you know I look I, I'd often look back on and I wouldn't be it wouldn't be my proudest moments. Uh, but as I say, when when it's impacting, I suppose when you went more so with Meath, you know, uh, it's it's very public. There's an awful lot more people looking at you, uh, and it does impact on 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 your family. One very final question, then. You know, you talked about the, the Dunamore game in particular, Dunamore Ashburn. As I, I've always corrected when I say Dunamore, they don't like that over there. <laughs> um, Dunamore Ashburn game and and other games like it's such a cliche now that you know that you, you win or learn or you learn more in defeat than in victory. Have you have you found that to be true? Like, have you been able to kind of look at that game, for example, or Mead games where okay, if it happened again, I would do certain things differently because every game is different and and every game takes on its own its own kind of shape and its own form. So, do you do you think that win or learn thing is actually true and that you can and you do regularly learn from from defeats or is that a little bit overstated? Yeah, absolutely. I, I I think you know you definitely you definitely learn more from your defeats. Uh, it might be it might be painful, but you you learn more from them. And you know when you when you win games, you you have a tendency to to overlook some of the some of the the flaws that that uh, that exist. Uh, but you know especially when you when you you get to a stage like probably where this group is at the moment, where the small uh, the small one percenters are going to make a huge huge difference to us you know instead of we got to be able to turn a one point defeat into into a draw or a one point win uh, so you've got to learn and you've got to learn pretty quickly because the standard that you're playing against is uh, is is pretty hot well, listen, Andy, thanks so much for taking the time. It's been really interesting listening to you, and I'm sure it's never easy to look back on some of those days when things didn't quite work out, but we really appreciate you taking the time and talking us through some of those memories and, indeed, talking about how you cope with them and how you move forward. Thanks so much for taking the time, and I'm sure we'll speak to you again soon. Yes, fascinating stuff there from Andy McEntee, I'm sure you'll agree. Our first guest on this new LMFM Sport podcast, My Worst Day. And really remarkable that he still remembers that 1989 senior semi-final, almost 31 years ago now, when Nobber were beaten by Navin O'Mahony's and he was sent off and he had to face his mother after the game. Something we've all had to do over the years, facing the Irish mammy when we've disappointed her. It's never a great feeling, but he still also remembers that 2011 semi-final defeat with Dunham or Ashburn when he felt like they were just on the brink of making a major breakthrough and it didn't quite happen and that still sticks with him to this day so we thank Andy so much for taking the time and being so honest and forthright with his views as ever that's just about it from this first episode of My Worst Day with myself David Sheehan we'll be back next week with another episode this time featuring former Louth captain Adrian Reid as he looks back on some of the disappointments from his club and county career do join us then and thanks for listening
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. burrow.com slash ACAST.